You're now listening to a Word for Deliverance podcast with Pastor Leonard D. Cochran of A Place of Refuge Noonan. A Place of Refuge Noonan is located in the city of Noonan, Georgia. To stay better connected with us for more exclusive information and updates, download our church app, A Place of Refuge Noonan, or visit our church website at apor-noonan.org. Now, let's join in for today's message. Proverbs 17. Don't let that be you one day and I pass you. Proverbs 17. Verse number 22, Proverbs 17, verse number 22, a serious word. Proverbs 17, verse number 22. I'm reading out the King James Version. Notice what the Bible says. A merry heart does good like medicine. A merry heart does good like medicine. Now, when he mentions medicine... This word that he's using is not the word or giving people an indication that he is referring to synthetic drugs. But he is referring when he uses the Hebrew word medicine, he's talking about that which heals, cures, or is a remedy to sickness, poison, or what have you. So he's talking about the good medicine, not that which folk want to get people addicted to in our day and time. You have to mention that because it's important. Because some folk, when you say medicine, they think in Walgreens and CVS. And so now you, you can't always think like that. Come on, somebody. But he's using something that is, again, an antidote for healing. Something that counterreacts, again, poison, sickness, or disease. Or pain. And so he says again, a merry heart does good like medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. But a broken spirit, he's, he's putting two things in comparison to one another. That being a merry heart, a merry spirit, a merry mind, and he's comparing it to a broken spirit, a broken heart, or a broken mind. He wants people to understand that a merry heart is going to do you good. It's going to benefit you. But he also wants you to understand if you don't have a merry heart, a merry spirit, a merry mind, then you're going to have what is not good, which is a broken spirit. And he says that a broken spirit dries the bones. Bones is figurative of a person's life. When your spirit is broken and you don't heal your spirit, you don't get your spirit healed, you don't repair your spirit, Come on, somebody. We go through things sometimes, and our mind needs to be repaired. Anybody can be honest about that. You go through things, and your mind needs to be, be healed. But if I don't heal my mind, then I'm going to have a broken spirit, which dries the bones of the person's life. Causes a person who has a broken spirit to not be able to 
enjoy life. If you have a broken spirit, there's no way you can sincerely enjoy life. There's no way you can be happy. Right? And so the thing is, when we find ourselves with a broken spirit, we need to know how to overcome having a broken spirit. And so my subject this morning is simple, overcoming a broken spirit. I want to talk about overcoming a broken spirit. I want to minister to us this morning, again, on the subject, overcoming a broken spirit. And let's give God a tremendous hand of praise for his word on this morning, if you don't mind. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. As I often say to us, and it is always true and it will always be true, none of us are God. None of us are God. None of us are perfect. None of us are flawless. None of us are all-powerful. None of us are all-knowing. And so in life, because we are not God, we can all be subject to allowing something to crush us. So don't look at me like that because I just established you ain't God. We can all allow something to crush us. You can allow an event that has taken place in your life or an event that's taking place in your life to crush you. Or you can allow events that has taken place or is currently taking place to crush you. You can allow, as well as myself, what a person does to crush you. You, you can allow what a person says to you, crush you, break your spirit. You can allow what a person does to you in the form of mistreatment to break you, to crush you. And it has happened to so many of us. Yeah. Even some of you that do your very best to give folks the impression that you are always happy. You never battle unhappiness. Your life is perfect. But you're lying. You don't have a perfect life. Because not having a perfect life is what causes me to rely upon God. That's what lets me know every day how much I really need him. No matter how wonderful life is in one moment, life can turn on you. Come on, somebody. Somebody here this morning. And, 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 and life has seemingly turned on you. 
And you're dealing with something that is crushing you. Now, most of the time, we are not going to allow what a person says or does crush us if we really don't know that person. Most of us are not going to allow what a complete stranger says to us get us down. Come on, because we're going to quickly tell ourselves, you don't, you don't know me. And I may never see you again. We are what the old folks, you say, we're just passing in the wind. And you kind of do what the old folks, you say, you kind of let it roll off your back like a water off of a duck back. It, they, they said what they said. But you didn't let it get you down because you don't know them and they don't know you. But the story sometimes changes when you know the person who crushed you. The story sometimes changes when you have the utmost confidence and respect for the person who hurt you. Come on, don't sit there and act like it doesn't matter. Oh, yes, it matters a lot. It matters, parent, when your own child says something to you with the intent of crushing you. When you think about all that you have done for that knucklehead. Come on, I, I got to teach you right. When you think about how you have been there for that boy time and time again, out of his mouth comes something to really hurt you. And if you are not careful, people can crush you. Folk can hurt you. Sticks and stones may break my bone, Pastor, but words would never hurt me. Biggest lie ever been told. One of them. Because words hurt. See, if you buy into that, you're going to hurt people with your mouth because you believe what you say is simply words, but no. No. There's a spirit behind words. Sometimes folks say what they say to you and you can literally feel the hatred. I'm going to teach it right. Coming through the text message. You can feel the hatred coming through the email. Or the look that they gave you. I wonder if y'all have just had somebody that look at you and he, they look said a million words. You ain't nothing and you ain't ever going to be nothing. You come from nothing and you amounted to nothing. You say, Pastor, with, your, with, with a look, there are some folks out here got some killer looks. But what are we going to do in that moment where something or somebody crushes us, breaks our spirit? How are we going to heal from that? How are we going to move on from that? See, you can't get it twisted because, because the world has this thing. 
about going through something, but yet being a survivor. The world got that saying, like, y'all don't know what all I come through, but I'm a survivor. You got to understand, a lot of time when the world is throwing this word around casually, it doesn't suggest that you happy or that you enjoy life. It only says about you, you went through something difficult, you got crushed, but you still here. But see, in God, it's not enough that you just exist. Because you can find yourself surviving, but you're simply going through the motions. You ain't enjoying life. You are what you said you are. You are just a survivor. But I'm going to teach to you right, because a child of God can't just survive it, but we have to be overcomers. Which says, I didn't just get through it, but I'm better because of it. Oh, I just dropped one on you. You can't just survive it, sister. You have to come out of it better. You have to get better in the midst of it. But things crush us. Yeah, they do. Not you, Pastor. You're a pastor. Yeah, things crush pastors. It's nice as the first lady looks. Sunday in and Sunday out. There are things that have crushed them. And see, woman, when you have been crushed, when you have been broken... Chanel can't heal you. Prada can't deliver you. Gucci can't make you better. Makeup can't heal that. Makeup can't hide that. Extensions won't fix that. Marriage won't. Cure that. You've been crushed. But see, the world teaches people to heal themselves with things. Ooh, I'm going to teach it right. Brother, a PlayStation won't heal you. Years ago, a man by the name of Marvin Gaye wrote a song. Some of you young folk don't even know Marvin Gaye. Don't look him up. Take my word from about to tell you. He is considered a legend who came out of what was known as Motown. Marvin Gaye's, one of his most popular songs, I think it was in the early 80s, was a song called Sexual Healing. Come on. He, he, he let loose a revolution. They're still present today where there are people who try to heal themselves with sex. I got to teach this because there's a woman here or there's a woman watching that in all your perverse ways, you are not healing yourself as you go from man to man. Hold on. 
Marvin Gaye died paranoid. He was a legend. He died a he died paranoid and strung out on cocaine. He was killed, young folk, by his own father in a domestic violence incident that had been going on for years. Marvin was paranoid, strung out on cocaine at a low point in his life, and he chose to go stay with his daddy and mama. But see, his daddy was an alcoholic, his daddy was a preacher, but his daddy was also a cross-dresser. He dressed like a woman in the house. And Marvin, as a little boy, would look at his daddy with what could only probably be described as a baffling look. And when he would do it, he would upset his father. And his father would beat him as a little boy. And so as Marvin would go to church, he began to sing. People recognize his voice. So let me tell you something. There are people that will recognize a gift in you. They wouldn't care nothing about you except to use or exploit the gift that's in you. Come on. I'm teaching right. Don't let nobody use you. I said don't let nobody use you. Throughout all of his music, it never healed him. He never found healing in his music. And I'm not down in the man, I'm not down in his family. But I'm only telling you the truth. And there are men, countless of men, who try to heal themselves. By the amount of women that they can sleep with. This is good. This is good. Because if you let something or somebody crush you, but you don't know where to heal, (laughs) you don't know who to go to to heal, you don't know who to talk to to get the healing you need, About your past or your present. You can just simply go through life. Just hurting all the time. I'm talking to somebody today. I said just hurting all of the time. Nobody has touched you in an inappropriate way for years. But it has not removed the scar Of who touched you when you was young, where you was the moment they did it, and who they were, and the face expression that they had when they did to you what they did. And everybody around you who knew it forced you to swallow it and not speak of it. 
Because after all, mama was done the same way. Grandmama was done the same way. But when are we going to allow our sisters to heal right? To overcome some things. Let me deal with it. We're going to deal with the book of Hannah in some detail this morning. Y'all hang in now, okay? Go to 1 Samuel. Go to 1 Samuel. We're going to learn a lot from the story of Hannah. Y'all be patient. Because somebody has been crushed. Or somebody is being crushed. Mm. Well, Pastor, you know, he say he loved me. Sister, but you know that man doesn't. He is taking advantage of your hurt. He's taking advantage of your desperation to be loved in the arms of a man. So what he gives you is not love. It is abuse. Because as he laid down with you, you have to deal with the trauma of knowing you're not in his mind when he's touching you. Let's deal with a woman who was crushed. And see, that's what I that, that's what I understand about people say, well, you know what? That Bible ain't that Bible ain't for me. Lord have mercy. I can't tell you how many stories in this word that has helped me. To heal. Help me to see God. The way that I need to see it. When I'm being crushed. When my spirit is broken. Now Hannah was a woman. Who was married to a man by Elkanah. He had two wives. Hannah and Penina. Penina had children. But Hannah had no children. For the Bible said that God had closed up her womb. And, and, and in the early days, for a woman's womb to be closed meant that a lot of men would see her and because she was not able to produce, they would crush her with words. How can you be a woman and you can't do the one thing that only a woman can do. And sometimes words crush. You take a woman that's trying all she can to have a baby. And all she hears is from people who, who run up and say, Oh, you ain't got pregnant yet. When y'all gonna have children? You don't mean any harm, but your words crushes her. 
the thing about people that's funny is that Penina provoked Hannah. Come on, y- y- y'all got to listen to me. People funny. Hannah wanted what Penina had. Penina picked at her because she didn't. But if Penina was so happy, why would she need to hurt him? I'm trying to tell you, there are people in life that love trying to hurt you because they're not as happy as they want you to think they are. Because if you were that happy, you would need to hurt me all the time. You're proving to me that your life must not be as wonderful as you say it is because you spend your time talking about everybody and putting everybody down. If your life's so happy, why are you consumed by misery? You have to watch people because don't let a person make you think because of what they drive or the size of their house that they're happy and you're not. The devil is a lie. They could be the most miserable person. I'm just teaching, right? Single sister, don't you let a married woman make you think because she married that she got something you don't. She married to a fool. She's married to a lazy man. There are things you just have to know about some people. She spent all her time trying to hurt Hannah. And it worked. Why did it work, Pastor? Because we are human. And she hit Hannah in the place where she knew it would. Why do spouses hit each other in the place? Holy Ghost all on me. Right in the place where they told you somebody crushed them there. Why would you go there? Why would you bring that up? And they confessed it as a weakness. They confessed it in a moment. Why do we do it? You have to be careful with married people because sometimes your spouse is trapped in unhappiness that you are not to blame for. What's happening with them is beyond your control. So the Bible says 
in verse 8. The Elkanah, 1 Samuel 1 and 8. Y'all got to sit. We're going to be a lot of verses, but we're going to get through it. Because the Holy Ghost is here and God is ministering. Then Elkanah and, and, and listen, God moving the way he wants to move. I feel him. I know it. Watch this. Even though I walked out of the house, forgot my bag with all my notes and all that I have studied. But the Holy Ghost said, go up and I'll give it to you. Go up and I'll minister to you. Because it's not about you. It's about me. Then Elkanah, her husband, said to her, Hannah, why do you weep? Why do you not eat? Why is your heart grieved? Am I not better to you than ten sons? Watch this, watch this. She got a broken spirit. She has been crushed. And she has a good husband. You better look at that. She got a man that care about her. She got a man concerned about her. She got a man who's into her emotions. Women, Lord, y'all don't have that. He notices that she ain't ain't. He noticed she's crying. He notices she's grieved. Oh, he's into this woman. There are men who will know if their dog hadn't ate before they know if their wife hadn't ate. Because he's not dead into her. They're men that will recognize if the PlayStation been damaged. But they won't recognize if their honey, if their sweetie gets damaged from work and comes home. They don't know that she's damaged, but, but he'll quickly pick up if somebody has scratched. They're men who can pick up easily when their rims have been tracked or something not right about their truck. But they have not picked up in years that their wife is with them in body only. Hannah rose after they had finished eating and drinking in shallow. Now Eli the priest was sitting in the seat by the doorpost of the tabernacle of the Lord. And she was in bitterness of soul and prayed to the Lord and wept in anguish. Then she made a vow and said, Oh, Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your maidservant and remember me and not forget your maidservant, but will give your maidservant a male child, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life. No razor shall come upon his head. And it happened as she continued praying. Now she is in Shiloh. The Hebrew word for Shiloh is the place of rest or the house of rest. 
She's in the house of rest. She's in the place of rest. But she is stressed. It happened as she continued praying in verse 12. That Eli, the priest, watched her mouth. Now Hannah spoke in her heart. Only her lips moved. But her voice was not heard. I wonder if anybody ever cried so much to where you was crying and didn't have words anymore. Crying and hurting and couldn't even put into the English language what needed to be said. But oh, in your heart, in your mind, you are talking to God. Oh, I said somebody could be with you in the car, but they don't know as you're driving in my mind. I'm talking to God because I have been crushed. Watch this. Therefore, Eli thought she was drunk. You better look at somebody and tell them, ain't it amazing? When you are being crushed, when you have been crushed isn't it amazing how people misunderstand when you are crushed you need understanding you look for understanding in people do anybody feel what I'm going through do anybody know is there anybody that understands what I need and then she goes to Shiloh she goes to the place of rest. Eli the priest looks at her and think she drunk. He not only thinks she's drunk, but he acts upon what he thinks. He, he, Eli is just not thinking wrong. What do you do when somebody is not just thinking wrong about you, but then they react to their wrong thoughts about you, and then they say something to you? But they don't recognize what they said hurt you, but they got it wrong. Got it wrong. Eli walked over to this woman. It wasn't enough that he thought she was drunk. He walked over to Hannah and said, How long will you be drunken? Put away your wine, woman. She has to explain to him. Priest, you got it wrong. Hold on. Let us be merciful to people above us who sometimes Let us not be so quick to judge and to kill our leaders because they got it wrong. Teenagers, don't be so quick to judge your parents because they got it wrong. You have never sat 
in their seat. You have never worn their shoes. Come on, I, I know I'm teaching right. Because, because we are so quick to judge people because they got us wrong. Of all people, Eli, you should have known what's going on with me. You're the priest, and you got it wrong. I love Hannah. I love Hannah. Because Hannah could have went off on Eli. Come on. We just keep, we, we keeping it 66 and we keeping it real right now. She could have went off on this man. This could have been, as the old folk used to say, the straw. Now, some of our sisters, Eli might, I didn't say he would have. Got slapped. Eli, you made me cuss you out. How dare you stand to judge my pain when you ain't sitting where I'm sitting, but you steady judging. But see, we all get it wrong sometimes. Let me show you what I love about Hannah. Verse 15 is what I love about her. See, remember, when you've been crushed or when you're being crushed, it's not an excuse for you to crush somebody else. I know I'm teaching right. The saying is sometimes true. Hurt people hurt people. Pastor, if you would just tell me, I don't understand why he's so mean. He's hurt. It's not an excuse. He's hurt. Hurt people sometimes hurt people. Come on, I take a step up. Hurt people, hurt people who love them. There are women that have gotten consistently abused by men that they never did anything wrong to. And every punch he gave her was never about her. Because the only thing she ever did was try to love him. But this is what I love about Hannah. But Hannah answered and said in verse 15, No, my Lord. See, nobody, did y'all catch that? No, my Lord. She shows him respect. Even though he got it wrong. Oh, yeah, come on, sister. Look at me, sister. Don't look at your Bible. Look at me. 
you wouldn't have called Eli anything respectful. She says, no, my Lord. What did that? What, what, what put her in that place? You got to go back to the prayer. See, don't tell me prayer won't help you. You can be crushed, but if you pray, I, 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 my prayer warrior should have got happened. You can be crushed, but if you pray, if you pray right, prayer will keep you humble. Prayer will give you peace in a storm. Prayer. Sometimes you got to cry all night just to get up the next morning and go to work and love people that you know don't love you. But if you don't pray, you can't deal with hateful, hurtful people and you don't pray every day. God dropping it on us this morning. He happened it this morning. You can't love the unlovable without a prayer line. There are certain people, if you're going to love them, you need the help of God to love them. You need the help of God to get along with them. You slip on that if you want to. You're trying to love out of your own willpower, but you only have so much. There are some people, if you ain't got a prayer line to allow God to love them or to help you to love them, Listen to me. You're going to continue to mistreat people and be mistreated. And all of it's going to boil down sometime to a misunderstanding. He misunderstood. Past ain't perfect. He got it wrong. But see, woe to you. When you're in that place... And somebody gets it wrong. And the only thing you want to do is expose them. Show them to be who you think they are in this moment. But you better be careful. Because the mercy you won't give is the mercy that God won't give you. Sometimes people will mistreat you and God will tell you in a passionate, angry moment, calm yourself down because you also have hurt people. If there's one thing I'm tired of is hearing sorry, lazy folk talk about church hurt. Anybody been in the church over two weeks has experienced some type of church hurt. But ain't nobody experienced church hurt like a pastor and his wife. In most cases, you don't even know what you're talking about when you keep babbling off about church hurt. I didn't come back because I got hurt. You, you experienced club hurt and kept clubbing. You got to fighting at the club and went back the next week. The dope man put all your business in the street. And you and him still tight and you still get your supply from him. No, my Lord. I'm not drunken. Verse 15, I'm in the close. 
I have neither drunk wine nor intoxicated drink, but I have poured out my soul before the Lord. See, that's what helped Hannah to be respectful to, to Eli. She had poured out her, her heart to the Lord. She gave everything she had to the Lord in prayer. God was not going to come back and leave this woman. For he said, I will never leave you. When folks crush you, only thing God wants you to understand in that crushing moment is that I'm with you. I have not abandoned you. Do not consider your maidservant a wicked woman. For out of the abundance of my complaint and grief, I have spoken unto now. Then Eli answered and said, go in peace. The God of Israel grant your petition." Which you have asked of him. And she said, let your maidservant find favor in your sight. So the woman went her way, ate, and her face was no longer sad. Proverbs 12 and 25 says, anxiety in the heart of man causes depression. But a good word will make the heart glad. Hannah had been crushed by circumstances. Her spirit was broken and her life was drying up. But she cried out to the Lord. Because why do I cry out to the Lord when I'm crushed or being crushed? Because he hears. Come on, come on. The Bible says that his ears, his ears. Y'all ain't saying it loud enough. His ears are to the. When we're being crushed, the one thing God wants us to know, hey, I'm listening to you. My ears. See, don't get crushed and stop talking to God. Don't get mad and stop talking to God. Don't get hurt and stop praying. Don't become bitter. Don't dry up. I'm watching too many gifted people dry up. Watching too many folk got purpose on their life, but they're drying up. She said, I poured out my heart. Eli gives Hannah a word. A merry heart does good like medicine. Eli said, I got it wrong. But I got some medicine for you. <laughs> I got it wrong, Hannah, but I'm not going to let you leave until I serve you some medicine. Shame on folk who get crushed or being crushed and don't want to come to church. Don't want to listen to the word. Don't you understand that they are things that crush us that only the word can heal us. Only the word. Only the word. Hold on. Then Eli said to her, Eli said to her in verse 17, go in peace. The God of Israel grant your petition which you have asked of him. Listen, y'all, we got to understand this. Remember Eli was the one who got it wrong. 
God says, I'm going to use this man who got it wrong to get it right. See, that's when you don't give up. Because God has a way of making people who hurt you bless you. God has a way of making situations that hurt you help you. Y'all ain't getting happy, but I'm getting happy because that's his sovereignty. He has a way of taking what people did to you to destroy you. God has a way of saying, no, it's not going to destroy her. I'm going to make it make her. I'm going to make it build her. I'm going to make it strengthen her. I'm going to anoint her because of that. I'm going to use her because of that. I'm going to use her because of what you did to her. I'm going to use him because he didn't quit. Hold on, I mean Nicole. Hannah name means grace. Grace means favor. You better listen, cousin Nicole. You better listen, Mrs. Christian. Sometimes you can be favored, but not look like it. Favored, but what you're going through doesn't suggest. That you are. You better have fast about them. There are times you gotta look past what you're going through and know who you are. You better shout the two folks down. Show he right, show he right, show he right. Come on, I'm preaching in here. You got to look beyond what you're going through. God called you blessed. God called you favor. God said you're favored. God says, my favor on you. People said, I hate you. But God said, they hate you. But my favor is still on you. They left you. But my favor is still with you. They walked out. But I came closer. Oh. She has to decide. When Eli got it wrong, will I allow this to crush me? Father, I got to compare these two things. A merry heart does good like medicine. A broken spirit drives the bone. This has the capability of causing me to give up. But a good word. Eli said, go your way. Go your way. And what you wanted... May God give it to you. Folk, real, real, real folks that do you wrong. God will prick their heart in reference to doing you wrong. And they'll get up and start praying for you. They'll get up and start fasting for you. Look at second, First Samuel 2 and verse 21. And then we got to go. It's been a right now message. It's been a right now message. First Samuel 2, 1. Go your way, Hannah. You done got some medicine, girl. That poison that got in you. You got a word, girl. That's driving that poison out of your system. You hear me back there, girl? You got a word, sister. That's driving that poison out of your mind, out of your body. It's driving it out. 
folk telling you you'd never be nothing. That was poison that got in your mind. Now God is sending a word that's counteracting that poison. But you'll notice as I close here in 1 Samuel 2. Remember what Hannah did. Because when you go from a broken spirit to a merry heart, there is evidence or proof that can be seen. So we don't need this stuff. Well, I got healed today, but it's in my heart. We need to see it. We need to see the proof that God healed you. We need to see the proof. What was the proof with Hannah? The Bible said she got up and went her way. My coming here has did what it needed to do. See, sometimes you got to leave a certain place. Listen, that ain't got to be geographical. God will say to you, you have to leave this angry place. Come on. Sometimes we get so angry that we build a city around anger. And he'll tell you, you must leave this angry place. You must leave this bitter place. You are bitter because you are getting old. But you don't realize that you're blessed to see the days you've seen. Hold on. And you don't realize that I'm still not finished with you. That in your old age, I want to do something for you that you asked me to do when you was a little girl. But you won't leave this angry city and you're getting bitter. As you get older, you are turning into people that you said you would never be like. I got to go, but that is something about when you can run, skip, and jump, and move, and do it, and then all of a sudden, old folk got it right. Your steps get slow. I'm going to get up, but not as fast as I used to. Don't despise that. A lot of folk didn't see it. Hannah name means favor. I done already showed y'all where she went through some stuff that she looked like anything but favor was on her. But a merry heart. She not only left that place, but the Bible says she, she, she ate. She ate. Uh-huh. See, when you've been crushed, you lose your appetite for certain things. Four things you need. Listen, she needed food, but she wasn't eating. How long could she go without eating? And it not hurt her body. But she's not eating because of a loss of appetite. What has crushed you that caused you to lose your appetite for something that you need? Here we go. This is close. First Samuel 2 and 21. And the Lord. Somebody say in the Lord. And the Lord visited Hannah. And she already got pregnant and had Samuel. One of the greatest prophets that ever lived when she went back from that, from Shiloh, the place of rest. 
Elkanah knew Hannah. She got pregnant. She had Samuel. She took Samuel to the church like she promised the Lord. See, when God heals you, when folk crush you, but God bring you back from the crushing, you have to do what you told God you would do. You can't get hurt, woman, and tell God, if you heal me, I will minister to women all the days of my life. And then you don't help other women. She stuck Minister Gamble to what she said. Went to church one Sunday, Deacon Cochran, and Elkanah said, you going, Hannah? She said, no, not yet. I got to wean him. I got to get the boy of age, and then I'm going to take him. And do what I said. So she had a good hub. He didn't argue. He said, do what seems good to you, baby. She took that boy. But see, God, Minister Mitchell, God saw that she did what she told him she would do. See, a lot of you have not done what God, what you told God you would do if he would bring you back from the crushing. Lord, I'll give, and it won't matter what you ask me to give. If you will look upon these jacked-up finances and send some help, now God has given you relief, and now you don't even want to give. The Lord visited Hannah so that she conceived. Lord, show us who you are. Show us how powerful you are. Show us how great you are. Show us how you don't forget. Y'all know, y'all know, Sister Don. He did not forget me. The Lord visited Hannah. She conceived. She already had Samuel. Bore three sons and two daughters. Tell your number, tell your neighbor, three plus two equals five. Tell your neighbor that go that favor kicking in. She didn't just have Samuel. She went on to have five other children. You'll get crushed if you take your medicine. He'll not only heal you, but God said, tell the people that my favor is upon them. He did Ephesians she didn't just have one more. Tell your neighbor, you got to overcome a broken spirit. Cause faith. We pray that you are blessed by today's message. Be sure to listen and share other messages available through our podcast outreach. We thank you for all of your past, present, and future support for our ministry. And remember, Jesus is a refuge.